Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master. And this week for Skyjacks, we've got the first part of a special mini-series. I invited friend of the show, Ben Meredith, to come on and reprise his role as Remington Youngblood to play out a negotiation scene between him and the broker to resolve issues that cropped up in the fallout of what happened in Bougia Neath. And to do this scene, Ben and I played a special Powered by the Apocalypse negotiation game that I designed. On the show, we pretty much jump right into the narrative, but I thought a few people might enjoy it more if they understood the mechanics, so we have this special mini-sode where I am explaining the game and how it works, so that hopefully we can broaden the enjoyment of a few members of our audience. The basic premise of the negotiation game is that both characters headed into the negotiation with a core agenda. Each of them has three reasons that drove them to this negotiation, and those three things need to be resolved in order for them to be happy leaving the negotiation. Characters move back and forth making moves in order to gain leverage so that they can force their opponents into making concessions, which are terms that they'll agree to in order to resolve the major issues that brought them to the negotiation table. In other words, they're establishing reasons that their opponent needs to concede to their demands, while at the same time using any concessions that they're forced to agree to in order to resolve the main issues that brought their opponent to the table. That allows these two characters who are on the verge of open conflict with one another to walk away from the negotiation table feeling like they got something, and that that something was enough to make them back away from the main reasons that were driving them into conflict in the first place. I decided to design a custom system rather than using the negotiation rules in Genesis because I wanted more back and forth. Genesis treats negotiations like combat. Having participants put their strain up against the situations that they're facing in a negotiation. If you have a disagreement, you can through social combat wear down your opponent's strain until they give in to your demands. It didn't feel multidimensional enough. Especially when faced with the fact that both the Broker and Remington Youngblood would have really high negotiation scores. A lot of the roles that we'd probably be making would be negotiation, charm, coercion, or deception, with maybe some skullduggery thrown in there. It didn't feel like the scene would be dynamic enough for me. And what was most important for me was to have these characters agree to do things that they did not want to do. A good diplomatic negotiation means everybody's leaving the table a little bit unhappy, but also a little satisfied. My Powered by the Apocalypse system has ways for characters to lock each other into agreements that they don't really want to be in, but will accept in order to resolve larger issues. From my perspective as a game master, because Remington Youngblood and the Broker are both technically NPCs that I control, I know that both characters really don't want to go to war, but they will if they're forced to. Which is why I think a good negotiation between them puts them both in uncomfortable spaces where they have to reveal secrets that they've been keeping, provide different kinds of compensation to sate each other's agendas, and do a little bit of bluster and saber rattling. Overall, I think there are some really cool things about this system, but also uh, we didn't get a chance to playtest it before we actually had to play it, as is true with most of the mechanical innovations that I have to make for this show. So not everything ended up being useful. I think I either set core agendas too high or included too many, which is why we end up cutting out one of our agendas each before the end of the game. Also, I gave each character a stat called Resources, which was intended to represent the amount of money or manpower or whatever that they'd be willing to commit in order to resolve these issues. 
During these negotiations, neither character was ever really at risk of running out of resources, which meant ultimately that as a mechanic, it didn't quite do what I was hoping it would. Still, like I said, there's a lot that I liked, and I think the scene came out pretty well. But to orient you and give you an idea, we originally set each character having three different main points to their agenda, one at 10, one at 8, and one at 5 points. In order to resolve the main portions of their agenda, their main grievances, each character would have to offer concessions to their opponent. They could spend the point value of their concessions against the value of the main points of their opponent's agenda in order to resolve the issue. The more you promised in a concession, the more valuable it would be when you were resolving it against your opponent's agenda. But also, anything you promised in a concession was probably something that you would really, really hope to avoid. So a character's goal is also to mitigate what they're actually obligated to in any of the concessions that they're offering. You want to force your opponent into a position where they acknowledge your concessions as being really valuable without actually putting yourself in a position where you have to do things that work against your interests. And of course, not all of this is directed at your opponents, because outside this negotiation, any political forces that exist on Sphere are also evaluating the results of this negotiation. How Remington and the broker deal with one another will affect how other forces deal with each of them individually in the future. If they walk away from the negotiation appearing weak or unreliable, it will work against them in political matters down the road. But that's the high-level game. Most of play consists of moves that players make during their negotiation in order to generate leverage. There are 10 basic moves in the game, and right now they are as follows. Learn information, which allows your character to flash back to a point before the negotiation that shows them gathering information that will hopefully help them in their negotiation. State a grievance, which allows a character to declare how they've been wronged, or a problem that they need solved in order to gain leverage, which will eventually down the road help them buy concessions. Speak candidly, which allows a character to be open and honest in ways that they might not normally be, revealing secrets in order to gain their opponent's trust and perhaps even leverage over them in the negotiation. Make an overture, which allows a character to make an offering to their opponent proactively, hopefully gaining some of their trust and hopefully also generating leverage. Make a veiled threat, which allows a character to threaten their opponent in order to gain leverage in the negotiation. Deceive, which allows a character to straight up lie in a risky gambit to gain a lot of advantage in the negotiation. Fumble, which is kind of a punishment move that puts you in a really costly position in the negotiation. Demand a concession, which allows you to spend leverage that you generated through your negotiation to demand concessions from your opponent. Accept or reject a concession, which allows you to tinker with a concession that your opponent has offered you. And settle a matter, which allows you to gather the concessions that you've been forced to accept and use them to pay off any main point in your opponent's agenda. Instead of using stats like most Powered by the Apocalypse games, this game takes a cue from an innovation made by Brandon Leon Gambetta in his game Pasión de las Pasiones, which is a delightful telenovela role-playing system, where instead of stats, the characters are asked conditional questions about the move they're trying to make and get a bonus to their role based on their answers. This means players need to carefully think about how they're presenting a move in order to make sure they hit the right points so that they'll be likely to succeed at whatever move they're trying to pull. There are still stats in the game, you just generally don't use them to make rolls. They are the resources stat that I mentioned earlier that you spend in order to aid some moves or spend as part of concessions. 
There's also leverage, which is a variable stat that you mostly spend on forcing your opponent to agree to concessions. Finally, characters also start the game with secrets. There are two kinds of secret. There are personal secrets, which are about your character or their organization or the way you live your life. These secrets can be used to blackmail you or expose weaknesses within your organization. Anything classified as a secret either poses a threat to your organization or you personally. There are also general secrets, which are privileged pieces of tactical information that help all high-level powers and sphere navigate delicate political matters and make decisions within the best interest of the organizations they represent. Even if a secret isn't directly related to you or your organization, it's probably valuable to someone, which is why it's best to play with them close to your chest. You never know when you'll have to reveal one as part of a concession, or if revealing it will give your opponent an advantage that you didn't anticipate. That's it. That's the basic game. And I have to say, Ben was such an incredible sport for reading and playing out a game that had never been played before for the purposes of this negotiation. I was so excited to play with him, and I really do think the scene came out great. The reason that I'm giving you this explainer here instead of just releasing the game is there are parts of it that are still rough and need a little bit of polish. I do hope to release it at some point, but I didn't want people to feel totally disoriented going into this episode, especially because it'll help you appreciate how canny a player Ben is. But I think that's the basics of everything you should need to understand this game and have fun listening to it. I hope you enjoy, heroes. And remember, there are no kings. Take flight. <laughs>